Welcome to the Cat and the Rat Show with uh, your host, um, Josh the Rat Curtis and Ken the Cat Letary, uh, our local dungeon master. Uh, we are here to let you know um, what you should be doing and how to move forward with your fantasy football teams for this week. I uh, will tell you what you did wrong last week because obviously we know what's best. Um, and this week, yep. Ken, we've got a special guest with us. Ooh, who is it? Who, who is it? Ooh, um, well, I'm about to tell you. He is here to tell us how wrong we've been about certain things. Um, I, I believe I said last week that 96% of all stats are made up, and he's here to correct us. And he has gone through the stats, um, especially the ones that we've been spouting off incorrectly this whole time. And he's here to tell us what we should have been saying the whole time. We have Chuck, the owner of the Herbie Hancock team. How you doing today, yes. Chuck? I'm great, man. I'm good to be here. I can say I'm the 4%. I want to actually find out the actual stats for you. Mm. <laughs> How does it feel being back on a podcast after uh, I mean, I've missed it. I mean, I've had dreams, you know, and I kind of let it get to my head last year, you know, with uh, breaking in the dough, that whole big old 50 cents that I earned last year from doing it. But, um, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> doing those same ads as you talked about earlier. Uh, but yeah, it feels good to be back. You know, I, I had a lot of fun with it. You know, I, I told a lot of people like, uh, Ross and Drew, I was like, you know, I'm just going to take this and I'm going to go 120%, you know, and had a lot of fun. You know, Pat was a great co-host. Uh, yes, he was my co-host and I don't care what he says, but I had a lot of fun. That's great. Um, so do we want to hop into this week's, and then I think Chuck, you'll hop in whenever, you have uh, a stat of interest or correction or just being like, you guys are totally off base. Um, so do we want, as usual, do we want to start with our games, Josh? Yeah, we can get those out of the way. Um, let's get mine out of the way quickly. Okay. Uh, again, it was a disappointment. Uh, the Lab Rats came up short against Mantis Toboggans. Um, although, I mean, I called that early in the week i gave him my pick before our podcast uh even recorded um and i was right so i've got that to be thankful for um but other than that i had a lot of injuries to deal with um over the course of this week uh george kittle was not 100 percent rob gronkowski was completely out shepherd was completely out um so i had to choose from and chase claypool was completely out and I had to choose from my second and third stringers to try to put a team together, and they did not come through. Mm. Um, and really, that's that's what it comes down to. Again, Buffalo had a great game. Um, Brady, I think we probably all watched that one. He struggled against what could be a decent Patriots team um, if they keep building on what they've been doing. Um, but other than that, I had a decent game out of Jamison Crowder. That was about it. Um, yeah. Brian came in here and just put up a bunch of twenty-point scores and whipped my ass. Um, and he—I mean—he hit our what we have alluded to is the golden number for victories in this league is the one thirty-plus situation. So he did that even with Kamara not doing that great. Um, I mean, what's rough for you? Wait, is, oh, say what did you say? Uh, you said last week that it was ninety-six percent. Is that what you said, Curtis, last week? Could have been. I don't know. I make stuff up. <laughs> so the actual 
number is since we've got rid of individual defensive players and kickers, so pretty much five years, 93% chance of winning if you score over 130 points. So you were close, Curtis. Close. Uh, I'm going to say that I think this 96% stat that's now being attributed to him was that 96% of stats are made up. But oh. <laughs> I think we were saying that the high percentage of wins happen. So I think we're st- we're still right. The yes. wrong attribution. Yeah. But um, we, we've been saying this since the beginning of the year, and now we have cold, hard facts to back it up. That Hard, hard facts in your face. Oh, that's back. All right. I, I want to cancel this segment now. Uh, <laughs> uh, 130-plus seems to have gotten the thing. And what's tough for you is I was going to say because I have – in another league, I know everybody's tired of hearing me talk about my Arizona team uh, in the other league, but you have James Conner on your team, and it's tough because they are carrying two like running backs that are kind of putting up the same points every week. So it's tough to tell if Conner is because he's very touchdown dependent. So that's tough, especially where uh, Hines put up only a point for you. It's a tough call for him because Conner is just like I'm going to score a bunch of touchdowns and get some points. But it's very boomer bust. Right, yeah, because his first two weeks, he was five points and two points, and then he was 18 points. So when I was looking at this week, I was like, what are the odds he's going to do that again? Yeah. But he did. Um, yep. So I, I, I'm looking at him thinking he's going to be that guy that every time I put him in, he does terrible. Every time I leave him on the bench, he'll have a good game. So he'll be my thorn in my side all, all year, I bet. Yeah. Um, but if I, I keep racking up some injuries like this, I might just not have. A choice, or I mean, he's already more consistent even than Naheem Hines, so I might just play him instead of Hines, anyways. Yeah, because um, it's going to be six and one half dozen in the other. Yeah. And uh, again, Brian, just last I, for me, last thing about Brian is that he did also our golden set of ten points or above for all of his players except for his defense, um, but that's the way to do it. If you get at least 10 points per player and above, you are in good, very good position to do to do damage against somebody else. Yep, although he was below projections. He was projected at 140, mm-hmm. only got 132. Yeah. Um, that was one stat that uh, I did mention a while ago. You probably didn't look that one up, Chuck, because you were looking at mostly <laughs> just our league. But that's yep. still a stat that I, I'm curious how to figure that one out, how... How often projected stats? Yeah, projected stats. How because it seems like they're always inflated. Um, Well, almost always. You'll get that one once in a while. A a team will come through and score a pile of points over. But for the most part, people I feel aren't meeting projections. Um, And Yahoo is inflating them. But we, I don't think you have any stats on that, do you, Chuck? No, not not live. Sorry. (laughs) That's fine. We'll send you a list next time of what we need you to do. Yeah. We'll treat you like our intern. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll get your coffee too. How about that? And donuts. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, parting comment is uh, Brian is the only four, uh, undefeated team in the league. We'll see if that mm-hmm. maintains. We'll see what the dice have in store for him later on. Um, yeah, which is surprising. Like two, two years ago, Brian went 0 and 8. If I remember correctly, he went 0 and 8 at the beginning of the season. Now he's 4 and 0. So, Turning it around for him the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, do you want to move to my game? Yep. 
Um, so you can go ahead and start because uh, Chuck mentioning getting me coffee reminded me I don't have a beer yet, so oh, I will no. be listening, but I'll be right back. All right, I will. I will vamp. Um, so my game continues the trend um, for most of the games this week, except for one game of just sheer blowouts. There is not a close game really this week, even though my game is the lowest scoring. Every everything's a blowout. Um, obviously, it didn't help that Ken Wicks had a uh, the lesser Ken um, had a tight end that put up zero points. Um, but my team put up very middling points, and my two tight end situation, the Ken Terry special, has not really worked out for me this year. Pitts, I kind of like placed a lot of emphasis on him, and he's been very meh. Um, but again, Daniel Jones keeps making a laughing stock of me. Every time I don't put him in, he puts 30-plus points in. But I swear if I switch him out, Josh Allen's going to put up 100 goddamn points, and Jones is going to be in a wheelchair. So I don't know what to do about that situation. Yeah, um, I mean, Pitts is only averaging like eight eight points so far in four games. So, yeah, yeah it's, that, it's tough. Yeah. But I, I needed this win. It pulls me out of the basement or, you know, the deepest part of the basement at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Two, two and two. Ken drops the two and two. Uh, or sorry, Wix drops the two and two. Yeah. So you <laughs> and, guys are right next to each other. And right? I pull right. up the two and two. Yep. Yep. So, but yeah, I had high, I predicted high hopes for uh, Wix in the beginning of the year. I said that he was going to go all the way, and right now he's definitely proven me wrong after the first four games of the season. I mean, I it's tough for him. He's had some injuries to deal with, obviously with McCaffrey, but yeah. Yeah, we'll see how he does because his bench is not not great right now. No, he has three he has three IRs on his bench, and he has another one now with Thomas going down on Washington as his tight end. So he's gonna have to be looking for a tight end this year, this week for sure. Yep. I might have one I can trade to him. <laughs> Take him for all he's got. Yep. Um, yeah, Ken, uh, Ken's definitely been underperforming. He's one of only three teams who have less points than I do, uh, even though I am currently in last place in overall standings. If I can manage to get one more win um, and uh, some of those other guys don't, I'll move up a couple spots. Um, I just haven't been matched up against the guys I can beat so far these last couple of weeks. Um but yeah, Ken's got some work to do. Uh, can we start referring to him as Lesser Ken? Sure, sure. That make me feel a lot better. LK, Lesser Ken. Okay, yeah, sure. Or we can call him K two. K two. That also works. <laughs> That's a good. I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a ton to say about this game because like his team just did not show up. They put in the minimum effort. Um, I mean, mine only put in slightly above minimum effort. But I can claim victory, so that makes it special. All right. Yep, and you had a couple, yep. a couple good scores on your bench too. So you had some potential options um, for improvement in the future, or or um, injury depth also. So you've got some silver lining, even though you had a you know not a not a finished score that you maybe are completely happy with but you've got uh you've got potential let's say pedestrian would be the word yeah um any uh move on to the next game or 
Uh, yeah, unless someone else has any more final comments on that one. No, you, I mean, you, you, you stuck to uh, uh, Ray's strategy. Defense wins games. <laughs> they score less points, but it makes the other team score a lot, even lesser. <laughs> yep. To learn the um, best. Well, speaking of Ray, we can move on to his game. Yeah. Let's see. All right, I have to scramble over Malcolm that. Death Squad versus What the Rock Was Cooking. And this week... The Rock was cooking a big turd. <laughs> he got a great game out of Terry McLaurin, and then everybody else gave up. Yep. Mahomes that's really all you can say. I mean, I mean, Waller getting 15 points from a tight end. That's I guess that's nothing to sneeze at. No. Um, but only 18 from the quarterback, six points from wide receivers and running backs. That's not going to get it done. Not at all. No, and uh, the fact that uh, Jason's team put up negative points at defense, not a great look. And he, it, again, this was not, I, I guess this was a closer matchup from the blowouts that we had, but still, 30 points approximately is not a good look to lose by. Speaking of somebody who was lost by that quite a bit, but um, yeah, I mean, neither team is overly exciting because Malcolm kind of just put up my kind of points this week and my team's not that exciting. So, like, he kind of pulled a me where it's like he dragged himself out of the basement. But I don't know how exciting his future is. Um, I have more hope for Malcolm Death Squad currently. Uh, then maybe for Ray's team. Although Ray's, he's got a, he's got Randall Cobb on the bench who put up a bunch of points. Um, but looking over at Jason's team, he still started Allen Robinson, who's been, I think, a consistent disappointment all year. Uh, yeah, nine, ten, four, nine, just not a ton of points. Not we want to, no. definitely not wide receiver one type points. Um, but he's getting some points on his bench. Where'd they go? Yeah, I guess today or yesterday they announced that Fields is the QB1 now. Like They actually officially finally said that he's QB1 now. So I, I think that might make it better because I have Robinson in a different league and I've been waiting for the Chicago defense, uh, offense to show up. I mean, yeah, I unless mean, my dude heard on Mooney does so, better. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard... On the radio, uh, the problem with Chicago right now is their offensive line. Like, mm. they're just not giving Fields any protection, so their wide receivers don't have time to get out there, run their route before Fields is already having to throw it because he's under pressure. They're going to mm. have to adjust their entire scheme to some of this short game screen passes. Um, and I think uh, Matt Nagy has proven himself to be a pretty terrible coach, so I'm not sure I would count on him to do that. Um, but he also had a down down week from Chris Godwin. Um, yeah. So that could easily turn around next week against Miami. Yep. But we will look at those games coming up. Uh, I am excited to see the Chark on the IR for him because that means my uh, LaVishka Chenault uh, should be picking up some, some work in the next coming weeks for my team. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and 
I don't know. I think you summed up Ray's team pretty well by just saying they were just cooking up a turd this week. Not great. Speaking of turds, <laughs> let's go to Anal and the Finley Warriors. <laughs> well done transition. <laughs> um, all right. One of the more competitive games, they both scored a reasonable amount of points. Yep. Um, Pat putting up a 155 for a very solid score. Uh, when you lose with 155, then you just got a bad beat that week. But luckily, um, he managed to pull it out. Drew basically hit his projections on the nose. Um, yeah, really. Breaking uh, break stat for you, uh, Curtis. Uh, scoring over 150 and losing has happened 53 times in our history. So... That you have a three percent chance of losing if you score one fifty in our league. Ooh, all right, that's cool. <laughs> well, uh, fifty three times was would you say three percent? Yeah, so yeah, if you score one fifty in our league, you have a ninety seven percent chance to win, so three percent chance of losing. And it's yeah, since two thousand and five, it's happened fifty three times. Wow. Just kind of puts into perspective the amount of games that have been played. If yeah, that's what is only three percent. That's what I was trying yeah. to think. I was like, I, that's the, like astronomical so, number. It sounds like in my head. <laughs> so, do you want to know the total amount of games our league has played since two thousand five? Sure, sure. One thousand five hundred twenty-four games. Holy shit! Total. So, oh. all right. Well, that was a hard fact right in my face. <laughs> Do do not encourage this. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it. I at bay. will leave. Keep it at bay. Keep it down. Keep it down. I need some ice cold water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Um, let's see. Who are we chatting about? I just lost my tab. Oh, anal. Oh, we were talking about yeah, anal yeah. And, and the Finley Warriors. Uh, both had, like I said, decent outings. Um, obviously, Finley Warriors had a more than decent outing. Uh, yep. So they had uh, the win, and they played all the right players. Yeah, and Tyreek Hill played. is is real tough because you don't know who. It's like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Where I mean, his games have been bookended right now. The first game and now the fourth game. Scoring ridiculous points for a wide receiver, um, but then everything else, like the other two weeks, so it's like hard to tell who to play um, every time. I mean, I guess you gotta just gamble on Hill every week because he can blow up for fifty points. So I guess you mm-hmm. just take the six points every once in a while and hope for the best that somebody else picks it up. But I don't know. Yeah, three receiving touchdowns. Too. Yeah, pretty wild. James Robinson did pretty well for him. Aaron Rodgers is seeming to learn how to throw a football again this year, so it's better when I had him. I think I had him last year or the year before, and he was just, like, scoring 12 points a game, and I was like, this is the worst. Mm-hmm. And then Drew, Drew would have, to be honest, Drew's score would have beaten most of the league last week. Including myself. He would have beaten half of the league with his score. (laughs) Like, that's what's wild about this week is that we had so many, just kind of like last year where we had so many score under 100 or right around 100 again. 
that mm. yeah I don't get it I don't know if we're just that good at drafting that we don't have that much parity <laughs> week to week but yeah it just seems that that's the way the matchups have been falling we've been matching up against well this week at least matching up against somebody that you either got blown out by or you blew up so you or get blown or you could have had a them. couple of yeah we could have had a couple of real close games or a couple of real low scoring duds but it's not the way it turned out no it's exciting and drew drops to 10th which is shocking i think for him right. yeah he'll uh probably um oops i clicked on the wrong one uh he will probably threaten quitting again if this continues so we might want to give him a couple wins i'm curious to know if if he has to host a podcast if we're just going to hear just nhl in the background Mm -hmm. him yelling rip it every three seconds between giving advice um going to his uh video game hockey practice but i'm into it so i'm down for that that's a very specific reference i'm pulling so (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's All right. See who we got? Who do we got next? We just got uh, two more games. Um, yeah. Let's go to Cardinals. Cats versus the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Save our guest game for last. Mm-hmm. I'm honored. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so another. This is a pretty big blowout here. Um, Debo Samuel. Showing up finally, or again, I should say, because he's kind of like a Tyreek with the bookend there. Um, huge Montgomery, huge, and Eckler really carrying the team for uh, Zeus. And Cardinals just had, I don't know, the Cardinals is tough because you look at some of their scores just like real quick and you're like, oh, that shouldn't be a bad score. Um, and then you're like, oh, he. Scored less than I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is the lowest output of the year so far. So yeah, yeah. And Jalen hurts. Like I mean, five points would not have helped him. So even putting Jalen hurts wouldn't have been great for him. I don't know. Just a real tough week. I don't think there's anything. No, there's no combination of players he could have put in that would have helped him win this week against 150 points. Nope. Yeah, Ross had a um, a really good um, good showing from his supporting crew because his quarterback, you know, only gets fourteen points. That's wide receiver numbers, but then his wide receiver throws up thirty six, which is top end quarterback numbers. So they made up for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, another twenty two from Montgomery and twenty nine from Eckler. So he had the you know the t- the top scores. Uh, on his team were were spread out and everybody else did enough that he managed to get almost 150 points um which i believe uh if i did my math correctly if you score 150 points i think you've got like a 97 percent chance of winning Ooh, you just pulled that off the top <laughs> of your head that's wow yeah. straight off the dome that's amazing yeah i've, I've got a man i wish i was like that i wish i was like that oh. don't we all <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, Montgomery, Montgomery's out now for 
I think four to five weeks, so he's gonna have to deal with that injury right now. Ooh, does he have anybody that can pull up the slack? Uh, I mean, he has Murray. Maybe. But I mean, he has Eckler too, who was in his flex this week, so he could. Yeah. Uh, put him in there. Yeah, he's got Antonio Brown on the bench. He can bring up into the flex. Mm-hmm. Murray. Yeah, he's got some options. He's got a deep bench. I like his he's bench. He's always got options. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals and his brother, as we'll speak to next, are now sitting in the same uh, pretty much position. Uh, mm. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Shane. Not a great week. Nothing exciting better. or interesting. Do yeah. better. <laughs> I'm trying to look through because I think some feedback I got from Shane was that we kind of got glossed over him one time. And there's nothing here that's like headline attention. We're just like, I don't know. Middling team does middling for a middling player. I don't know. Oh, he would say, I have the best mediocre team. Thank you. I mean, he could take that. I'm fine with that. He's got a good, he's got a great projected team. You could say that. There you you go. Score 140. Yeah. So he's got a whole team of overachievers. It looks like, yeah, he's got Carson, who's going to be, says he's out. Yeah, inactive against the Rams. He's going to have to find a sub there. Um, But he's got Henderson on the bench. That game's tonight. Forgot, yeah, the Rams and Seattle's tonight. So I have Stafford playing tonight. Okay, he'll probably take. He'll probably have his um, his roster updated by the time we get there for looking ahead to next week because the game will be getting ready to start. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to the last game. All right, Mad Dogs versus Herbie Hancock. Let's see, hundred fifty points. I mean, for Chuck's side. You're, when you have a ton of, not a ton, but like quite a few players scoring close to 20 or above, that's even better than our previous stat of 10 points and above. Pretty sure that's how numbers work. But most of the team scored like about 20 points or more. So like, I don't know, watching, I don't know what time the games were, but like this must have been kind of devastating to watch some of these point totals come in. Um, so... Yeah, not great. Not great for Mad Dogs. Who, again, as the reigning champ and looked like, I don't know, scary the first few weeks of the season. Not a great look. When my team is outscoring you, you should be worried. And I say that as having full pride in my team, which maybe I shouldn't, but I do. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'll give all the credit to Chuck there. Um, you fielded a good team this week. They all, I think, yeah, almost all overperformed, um, except for your quarterback, and he was close enough, uh, and your defense. Um, I mean, the only black mark against you is you didn't follow my unsolicited advice. I told you Patterson has been the workhorse for the for the Falcons so far this season, and he only you know walked in that building and scored three touchdowns got 82 yards so mm. i think he's so far to me patterson has definitely been the biggest surprise if i mean that's my opinion but 
Um, I remember I three weeks ago when me and me and Ross were doing the the fab, he did three and I did six dollars. He told me he was a little disappointed that he didn't get Patterson. But yeah, I haven't started him once yet, but he's starting this week, that's for sure. Ooh. But that this will be the one he only scores or Mike Davis, because I have both of them, Mike Davis and Patterson. And this time Patterson will get me like two points and Mike Davis will get thirty. Probably. That's how that works. But I mean, Atlanta is a really good offense this year. <laughs> it's not. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would have scored, what, one 176 if you had replaced Keenan Allen with Patterson. So. Yep. And what is the highest What is the highest score this year? Is it like 180, 186? So... The highest scoring, like the highest team to score ever in our league? No, 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 the, just this year. Oh, uh, I don't remember who scored the highest, was it? I don't think we've had a 180 yet, have we? Have I would we? have thought, I was thinking maybe this 155 might have been the highest. Now I'm making up stats. Uh, yeah, it's looking that way. Yeah, the yep. 150, yep. So me and uh, these two scores, mine and... Uh, and uh, Healy's are the two highest of the year yeah. so far. Yeah, we'll see if you can do it next week. I hope so. It was the biggest blower of the week, so I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, and by the way, another breaking stat for you. So, to score over 170 points and lose, guess how many times that has happened in our league? 17 uh, 31. times. 31. Four times out of a thousand, one thousand five hundred twenty-four games. Was that one percent? Point zero zero two percent chance. Uh, I was close. <laughs> I'll take those odds. I didn't get a chance to beautiful minded and turn around the right statistics on my window back here, but uh, yeah, yeah. But the highest score to lose a game belongs to Shane. Actually, in two thousand six, he scored one hundred seventy-seven point oh nine and lost the game. Brian Adams Oof. and kind of like the Shane. Cardinals am I right yeah uh, except and I can commiserate the Yankees also lost so I'm also devastated so <laughs> yeah that sucks yeah, um, we feel but, real bad for you <laughs> shut up everybody <laughs> leave me alone uh, so out of the four times though Shane has lost three out of the four scoring over 170 in our history so what that's seventy five? If Shane scores over one hundred seventy, he has a what seventy five percent chance of losing. <laughs> I don't know. That's rough. <laughs> All right, Shane, if you're listening, and we know that you are, try to not score one hundred and seventy points. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's the. I think that's the big takeaway. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, All right, so let's move on. Um, before we get to unsolicited advice, Chuck, do you have any more fun, hard facts to slap around in our face? Mm, uh, what did I really. tell you? What did I tell you? <laughs> Trying to keep it light. All right. No, I, I mostly just did the games. and But, I mean, if I dive into it a little bit further, so I did every, all, like, the... The errors, I guess I could say, because from 2005 to 2015 is when we had uh, IDPs and kickers. So during that time frame, uh, if you scored over 130 uh, and lost, 248 times you lost if you scored over 130 with all those in it. So 
it was only a 18% chance to win if you scored over 130 back in the day. What? But, yeah. So it happened actually more often because we had more players, obviously. Right. Uh, then. But then from 2016 to 2018, so 2016 is when we stopped having IDPs. Mm-hmm. Um, in that time frame, it happened 32 times. So, and that was about 288 games played. So that's n- about 90% chance you would win a game. And then I already told you earlier, since 2019, when we got rid of kickers, it's happened 14 times. So you have about a 93% chance. So the more players we get rid of, what I'm telling you is the more players we get rid of, the likelihood that when you score 130, you're going to win is higher. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no mathematician, but... but yeah. But... Big city no, no, mathematician. That, yeah. But yeah, that's all I have for you guys this week. <laughs> but right. I know Josh asked for the uh, the projections, so that, that I may, I'll get back to you in a, in a couple of weeks. How about that? <laughs> okay. All right. We can deal with that. All right, so we're going to move on to unsolicited, unsolicited advice with the cat and the rat. Uh, so this week, it is also brought to you by our personal favorite food truck. Um, I this, this we'll do we'll do kind of like a user review, like you know how like real podcasts when they talk about not that we're not a real podcast, but when they like sleep on like absolutely a, you're a real podcast. Come on, thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Um, <laughs> When they sleep on like a Casper mattress, they're like, "Oh, this is the best sleep that I've ever gotten." Uh, I had a burgle this week, which was incredible. And if you have not been following their Instagram feed, it is a burger. It's their chopped cheese, pretty much, on a burger that then has cheese on the outside of the bur- the bagel, smashed, kind of Monte Cristoed, really good. I said that they should change it to uh, a cheese boigle. Instead of a cheesy boy, you call it a cheesy boygle. Um, but we'll see where that goes. But Ironclad Eats is pretty great. It sure is. Um, and if you haven't gotten there recently, well, you're out of luck for a little bit because they are on vacation for uh, this coming week. Um, so you're going to have to wait. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're, when they're coming back. Probably next Monday. Um, that sounds right. And... I would definitely recommend getting really anything on their menu. I've made a point to try every single one of their tacos and even their vegetarian. And that was also delicious. Um, and I would also say that uh, they're coming back hard for Halloween. Mm. Um, and I believe like legitimate souls will be part of the transaction. Um so while it was just to that, also, hashtag Monster Energy Drink, please sponsor them. Um, just throwing out there, Monster Energy, I know you listen to this podcast. Um, definitely start sponsoring Ironclad Eats. And we can do a dual partnership, too, because yep. you know, I'll take a sponsorship from Monster as well. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I feel like it's one of those drinks that is like, do you need something else in your hand while holding a cigarette? Monster Energy Drink, right? Like... <laughs> No, what? no, that's not it at all. No, is it? Is it more of like, do I pay my alimony and child support, or buy Monster Energy drink? Is that closer to the thing? No, 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 oh. I don't think so. Am I too I elitist? I think, have this? you ever? Have you ever had a Monster Energy drink? No, because I don't smoke oh, cigarette yeah. cigarettes nor owe alimony and child support. So, 
Wow, I can't believe you're taking so many shots at Dan right now. <laughs> I don't think he does either, but I think he would agree that the vast majority of the oh. public that drinks he a lot would, is what yeah. I just put into. 100%. 100% you agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they are sponsoring. This kind of got away from us, but uh, <laughs> they are sponsoring our clip of unsolicited advice. And I think it's fan beloved at this point. I, I field so many calls and on our um, our answer line, I just get so many requests for more unsolicited advice. The messages left by the fans are just incredible. Um, so, Josh, Brian, do you... Yeah, we're, we're trying to get to each of you. You know, we've given yep. uh, some advice. Like I just said, I gave some advice to Chuck last week. He didn't uh, follow it, and he lost uh, 26 points. Uh, well, actually, I told him to sit Myers, so he only lost... 19 points or something like that but you know 19 points that could have been the difference between a win or a loss uh if the competitor had actually shown up Mm -hmm. um but uh we're we'll try to spread around all right so you know if you were just sitting there waiting for us to give you the key to victory this week i'm sorry we'll get to you when we get to you yeah no special treatment now wait your turn Uh, (laughs) are you saying that to yourself why do you have, hold on, hold on. Why do you have a belt around your neck? Like, we're not, no kick shaming, but we're not part of this. Um, back of the line. Back of the line. Uh, Josh, do you, want, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? How do you feel? Uh, you can go right ahead, bud. All right. I don't know how, well, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually care what people think uh, about this, but uh, for Ray's team, what the rock has cooked? What the what the rock has cooked? <laughs> Change your name to that, by the way. <laughs> um, I think Dalvin's not playing this week. I think you should just switch Madison in now. Uh, I think he will take over for Dalvin. So you might as well do it now. Um, yeah, get it out of the way. That's my pick. I even think if it's like kind of like shaky up until game time. Uh, I think Madison's going to be the right call. And even though Dalvin keeps wanting to play, I think he's going to get benched. You should put Madison in. That is my unsolicited advice. All right. um, I will be looking at uh, Drew and Shane's game. Um, I will be offering advice to Shane. Uh, I think Sutton on your bench is going to have a big week uh, this week. They're, they got Pittsburgh. Um, it is at Pittsburgh, but, you know, Pittsburgh's a dumpster fire. I think I've mentioned that a couple times on this podcast in the past couple episodes. But uh, Sutton, I think, will have a good game. Um, and Renfro, he's about to have a down game, even though they're playing in Chicago. Uh, so I think your your better play there. Uh, it's going to be Sutton over Renfro. That'll help you uh, bounce back from last week and take a win over Drew. All right. That's exciting. There you go, Shane. Why don't you listen to us for once? Yep. All right. So now we'll go through and do our picks for next week. Yeah. All right. Start with our game. That's yep. the matchup of the week. Your guys' game. Ooh, so do we want to save that for last? Now let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Yeah, let's be different. Obvious, yeah, let's obviously. Be different. 
Um, you're gonna you're gonna take this one, Ken. Uh, you've just been scoring more than me every week. Excuse me, and uh, it's not gonna be any different. So, congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate the support. I'm still gonna roll for it, but let's see. So, you got a nat twenty. Good job. Let's see what I get. Also a nat twenty. So. Ooh. How do we break this tie? I'm going to say, I'm looking at your player sheet, Lab Rats, and you have plus five in animal handling. I think you're going to take care of the cats this week. Uh, so I think you have it this week. I love it. I love it. All right, so we're disagreeing on that one. Yeah. Uh, next one down is that uh, Party in the Zeus essay and Dirty Dave's. Yes. I mean, I don't, I don't need to roll any dice for that one. <laughs> uh, unless Ross has a terrible week, he's going to take this one. Dirty Days has just got too much to overcome, and mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah, he's going backwards right now, Wicks. Oh, well, I'm going to leave it to the dice because looking at oh. my record, I actually hit 50% this week with my dice rolls, where previous I was sub-50% picking with a human somewhat intelligent brain i was less than average so (laughs) i'm gonna go back to the dice so dirty daves is gonna cast a spell of prestidigitation i didn't say that right doesn't matter he got an 11 and ooh, ross kajit sells wares only got a two i'm going the dice is predicting dirty daves is the winner this week and I'm, Don't mess with the dice. I'm, I'm picking it. With the dice. I locked in the pick. Dirty Dave, you got it. Yes. All right, looking at the Cardinals and Anal. Are the Cardinals going to go the way of the St. Louis Cardinals? Ooh. Or are they going to actually pull out a victory? And is Anal going to go dice the way of Anal? Let's see. Let's roll for the Cardinals first. All right, ooh. Only a five. That's going to bounce off of Anal's protective layer of lube. Um, so that's a five, and let's see what Anal's got. Ooh, Anal's got a, so- a solid 18. Uh, it's Technically, I think it's barely 18, but which makes it barely legal. Um, so Anal is going to take it this week over the Cardinals. You just said Anal's going to take it. Um, anyways, I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one. Damn it, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Why do you think we rushed through this one? I made the Anal jokes, which is, I feel terrible about myself. Yeah. Terry's like, it's my turn now. You shut up. <laughs> um, All right. Mantis Toboggans and Mad Dogs. Oof. This year's... So far, undefeated team versus last year's champions <clears throat> projected, according to Yahoo, to go to Brian 141 to 127 for the Mad Dogs. I will agree with Yahoo on this one, and I'm going to say Brian is going to pull that one out. All right, let's see what the dice have to say. We never had an undefeated team, so he's on pace right now. Oof. Mantis Toboggans. Rolled a one. Ooh. Ooh. You're going to get destroyed. Let's see what Mad Dogs does. 
I mean, I don't know if I could say destroyed because Mad Dogs rolled a two. So this is going to be like, according to the dice, this is going to be a cripple fight. So I I still have to go with the Mad Dogs because literally, numerically, two is more than one. So Mad Dogs is getting my vote. I My percentage is going very much down this week. Thanks, Dice. Yeah. Yeah, this will be one of those games where they our Mad Dog will score 90 and still win. Because of the dice. Absolutely. Um, so I think that brings us to Malcolm Death Squad and uh, Herbie over here. Herbie the Love Bug. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. We'll see. <laughs> so uh, let's see who we got. So the projection is Herbie. Let's see if the dice agree. So Herbie's getting the first roll. 14. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, that's my lucky number, too. Well, there you go. <laughs> Malcolm Death Squad, also a fourteen. Oh Jesus! Ooh. <laughs> so, I don't even know what stat to pull for this. So, I don't know because you're both not great with records. Um, nope. I'm just gonna say you're here, so you used your charm on me, <laughs> and I'm gonna say Herbie takes it this week. Sorry, Malcolm. Uh-huh. I know you're a D and D person. Yeah, he's probably going to say something. <laughs> he's the only one that knows half of the words that are coming out of your mouth right now. Uh, Ray I know is, a little bit. Ray I know a know. little bit. Um, I am going to I'm going to go with Malcolm Death Squad on this one. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I think you've got the better team here, Chuck, but I think you're going to have a letdown after last week. You just went you went so high last week, flew a little close to the sun. You're going to dip down and maybe um, closer to 100 points this week. Yeah, Ooh. the story of my life in this fantasy football league. All right. Let's see. Again, take the belt off. Okay? It's going to be all right. <laughs> uh, take it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the Rock was cooking versus the Finley Warriors. Um, you know, if... Pat's been on kind of a, a high these last couple of weeks. I think he's won two in a row now. And Ray's been going the opposite direction. Um, but Pat is the underdog. Why is that? Has he not updated his... No, oh, he's got his roster fully updated already, but 116 points is not a very good projection. No, especially with um, Ray only having 3.8 points for his defense. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to get an upset on this one, though. I, I'm going to give this one to, to Pat. He's going to continue oh. uh, with his hot streak. All right, so you have you have Pat as winning? I do. Let's see. Uh, so What the Rock Has Cooked. I'm going to stick with that name. Let's see. The Rock Has Cooked up a 15. Pretty good, pretty high. Finley? An eight. Big ol' snowman. So what The Rock has cooked is your ass, Finley. Warriors. <laughs> I'll give it to the- Came out there a little angry. <laughs> yeah. It was a little more intense than I wanted it to be, but... I'm also like three beers deep, so whatever. <laughs> nice. All right. So... Now we know what's going to happen next week. Yeah. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts, Ken? Um, no. Um, this is going to, other than the fact that this is a make or break week for a lot of people, um, mm. 
we the one in three. We only have what one. Uh, we have a few one and threes. This is going to really send them into a spiral if they lose this week. Mantis doesn't really have that much to lose, even if he loses this week. Still going to probably be at the top. All the two and twos. This is going to separate us into fighting for scraps or fighting for the top. So I think this is a pretty big week for us. We're almost halfway through the season, the regular season, because right isn't it only like thirteen games, fourteen games? Uh, fourteen this year. Fourteen. Yep. So like 14. we're we're heading there. Like so like if you start falling far behind now, your chances yeah. are not super great. Yeah, I like that yeah. take, Latari. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah the bottom. Yeah, the bottom three teams lose, then they're a full two games behind everybody else. So, yeah, yeah I'm hoping to pull out a win. Um, even though I already told you, you know, I don't, I don't expect to. I think Ken's going to beat me this week. I think the dice but are going to make you win, man. But if I manage to pull it out, I'll feel better because I think that'll pull me up off the bottom, even um, put me ahead of a couple players here that I might have more points than. Um, once we even out our records, so um, that's that's really what I'm looking forward to. I need to go on a quick little streak here, maybe win two or three in a row before I'll start feeling slightly comfortable again. I'll just be happy to finish mid pack, <laughs> like normal for me. But. Yep, yeah, I'll be happy at ten or above. Yeah, and ecstatic at five or above. Or, Six or above, I guess. Six if I or make above. The playoffs. Yeah. If I make the playoffs, I'll be ecstatic. As long as I finish above eleven, then I'm 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 Pretty good. Feeling good, yeah. Um, yeah. Do so. you have any parting wisdom for us, Chuck? Oh, I just keep doing what you're doing. And last week, I like to say that my co-host said that you guys were the third best podcast. He was a hundred percent dead wrong. You guys are the second best podcast ever. Oh wow! Okay, man. get that straight. We moved up the ranks. That's exciting. I don't know. We must be second only to Pat McAfee, I guess. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. I have him on my list. <laughs> well, thank you for thank you, Chuck, for uh, putting in the hard work of getting all these stats, for showing yeah, up, hanging absolutely. out with us for an hour plus, or in about an hour, um, just bullshitting about this. Um, yeah. So thank you very much. I love it, guys. You guys are doing great. Keep up good work. Awesome. Yeah, we will because we have to. <laughs> it's true. We're not we're not like certain people in this league who take punishments lightly and then send their commissioner into a rage. Um, <laughs> just names will not be named. But <laughs> we'll keep it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are you drinking tonight there, Josh? Uh, I've got the classic Sam Adams Boston Lager. Ooh. I have Spencer the Trappist beer from uh, Massachusetts, their pumpkin, which is called the Monster Mash. It's actually pretty mm. good. It's not too bad. Mm. Yeah. Nice. All right. You drinking anything, Chuck? I had Sea Dog, blueberry. There you go. Yeah. Blue pump. Nice. All right. Well, that's it for the cat and the rat. Cheers. Josh. Yeah, until next week, Cheers. guys. Okay. Bye.